Okay, let's just make sure this is live. We are now live on Facebook. And All right. Of course, if we're going to listen, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you will not be seeing us. Um, but uh, let's just start with a welcome. Uh, I'm Joy Foster. I'm the founder of Tech Pixies. And with me today, I have Lisa Mellis, who is our digital marketing assistant. Hello. <laughs> And um, Lisa ha has been uh, with Tech Pixies now for three months. Yes. And, uh, we, she's been doing a great job. So one of the reasons I wanted to introduce Lisa was she is the one who's often posting on our feeds. So um, if you're engaging on our, on our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn feeds, you will have come across a connection with Lisa for sure. And Lisa, you were actually a student of ours. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, if you have been in any of the groups, um, you might have been speaking to me in Ikea recently, <laughs> but it's, it's good to put a face to a name. <laughs> yeah. So um, Lisa went through our summer school program I did. and actually got the job as the digital marketing assistant before she even finished the program. So that was pretty exciting for me. Um, and one of the things that we have done at Tech Pixies is we've done some live events uh, and some of them were terrible. Uh, <laughs> and we went to, and this is actually a great business tip. Um, you know, when you're thinking about your marketing and you're thinking about reaching your audience, um, you know, doing conferences and doing events is a great way to get out there and meet people in your, you know, kind of as we say, yeah. ideal customer avatar is what Amy Porterfield calls it. I actually heard someone call it your dream client yesterday. And I loved that. So if you want to meet your dream client, you need to be where your dream client is. And uh, when I say it was a disaster, Flexpo was not a disaster. But last year, when Jenny was our digital marketing manager and had just come on board, we went to a big, big event at Excel in London. And it was a total disaster, the wrong type of people for us. Whereas um, when we went to Flexpo, we felt at home, didn't we? Yeah. And to be honest with you, I was quite surprised because um, to start off with, I was thinking it's going to be a sort of just for parents kind of kind of thing, like maybe just mums and, and, you know. Um, so I was really surprised when they were talking about flexible working and how flexible working should be for everyone, you know, and it should be the standard, not the exception. Um, and I agree with that. But you can see the benefits if you were um, a mum, you know, or, or, or a dad, you know, taking kids, picking them up from nursery and looking after children when they're sick. Um, but actually the benefits to everyone for flexible working is, I think, is really important. Um, you know, they, they talked about people having, supporting their employers. So they maybe had like amateur dramatics and, 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 the employer would be going out and, and supporting them and buying tickets and going to the shows. And it was really nice to, you know, actually it means that the, they get the whole of the employer, the employee, not just, you know, the, the just, just work. You know, oh, you mean so life. like having flexible work so that they can do activities together or do more cultural activities? Outside well, of no, they were, they were talking about people having sort of um, interests and hobbies outside work that, that work fully supported and and help them to you know achieve goals inside work and outside work you know and and I think that's really important that you that you get sort of the whole of a person and not just I mean it works important but it's good to get you know the, the balance right and if they can accept the balance at work as well as your personal life you know I think it's I think it's really interesting and, and, and the result is you end up with a much more engaged employer employee sorry yeah so one of the key takeaways was definitely it was not just for parents but it's actually to have productive engaged employees 
giving them flexibility to do things outside of work actually enhances their work. Is that yeah. the key takeaway there? I mean, they had some, they had lots of different sort of personal stories that people talked about. Maybe they had a parent with Alzheimer's who, you know, wasn't eating. Um, and so, you know, that employer was able to kind of, the employee was able to go to, you know, feed their mum some soup so she didn't forget about it. And, you know, it was, it was more than just, although there was, there's a lot of mums and dads at the conference, you know, it wasn't just parents. It was, there was all kinds of people for all different reasons. And they made jokes about how, you know, if you needed to care for your sick guinea pig, you know, it's what, whatever you need to do. Yeah, it's whatever kind of you like, need to do to be like better at work, really. Like if you're, yeah. if you're sitting in the office and you're worrying about the loved ones in your life, whether they are furry fats, furry, furry, pets, <laughs> furry pets or two, you know, four legged pets or two legged yeah. humans, if you're worried, you're not focused, you know, and I guess I that's the point so. is if it relieves the worry to just do those things. Um, you had some great, some quick, so if you weren't following, definitely go check out our Twitter feed because you've got masses of great quotes. Um, and I just want to highlight some of them, which obviously we'll drop into the show notes. Um, but you, uh, you have one from Robert Powell, who was yes. head of pro bono and corporate responsibility. Yeah. And he said, if your employer doesn't trust you, this is trusting you to use your flexible time, uh, yes. you know, appropriately and how you want to use it in a way that's going to enhance your experience. You, why are you there in the first place? Yeah. Uh, work is a thing I do, not a place that I go. Not a place I go. Yeah. And it's true. I mean, it doesn't necessarily follow that you're going to be, you know, you can be unproductive sat in an office, you know, I mean, from, from my own personal experience, I, I, you've worked in jobs where I worked in, uh, um, this is your own personal past experience yeah right? and and yes and an educational establishment <laughs> and not uh, tech pixies no <laughs> and uh when uh it was the it was the easter holidays um i you know i would i kind of assumed that easter holidays you'd be at home and kind of working on planning and preparation and all the rest of it and anyway, I got a phone call halfway into the Easter holidays saying, where are you? You know, you need to be, you need to be in work. Um, and I had no idea because I was quite new to this, this place. Um, and so, yeah, I, then I ended up having to turn up every day to an empty office. You know, anybody, because I was quite new, anybody else who had any sense had booked it off and, and sorted it all out. But, oh, because you hadn't booked it, you just assumed it. I kind of assumed that Easter holidays, there's no students you've already got to do planning. If you don't do the planning, it's going to be quite obvious. Like you, if, you, if you don't do the work, um, you know, it's the same with anything. If, you, if, you, if you, you're trusted to, to do a job and you don't do it, it's going to be obvious. And the whole thing that Rob Powell was talking about was trust. You know, he's talking about, um, you know, it, it kind of, it goes both ways. You know, you need to be trusting and trusted yeah well and I guess the trust comes down to if someone's working from home you have to trust that they're not Netflix binging but they're actually doing the work yeah but I mean it's pretty obvious it's really obvious. it would be I think it would be you know if someone's got to do social media posts and they're not doing them and they're working from home it's clear they're not posted you know things like that Um, or if they've got a client that they've got to do a call with and they don't show up you know but you can still do those things and I think you're right it is obvious if someone's not actually doing the work um there were some other great. Uh, there, there were some other great ones here, um, and this is goes it ties into what you were saying originally. This is um, David Blackburn, and he said, um, 
that this shouldn't be an HR process. I assume he's talking about flexible work. He said it's a yeah. process. It's not just for parents. If your employer can facilitate your Thai cookery class, yeah. um, the outcome is a more engaged, more committed employee. And of course, Thai food in your office, which would be amazing. <laughs> but that's exactly, that's one of the things that blew me away about the conference is the kind of how, you know, I, 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 I was unsure to begin with how, how relevant it was going to be to me. I mean, although, you know, I, I do work flexibly. Um, uh, you know, I was unsure how relevant it was going to be, but actually it's incredibly relevant, you know, to have to be, well, inclusivity is, it was a really important thing. Um, so for example, if you think about traditional holidays that we take off, um, you know, in any place of work, you know, it's like Christmas and Easter or the, or around schools, you know, it's, it's sort of Christian holidays. Um, you know the the whole issue of flexible working it, it can actually um bring in you know different cultures you know ever you know people's personal lives so say if somebody um is celebrating diwali for example they can just say well i'm i'm working around you know this festival um and and you know they've got different holidays it's it's it, it brings everybody in and it brings people um it brings their personal life in and from diverse cultural backgrounds. And I think that's really Yeah, important. definitely. Yeah, if you, if you stifle important. that and you say, no, you can only take the holidays that are associated with this one religion, it just basically stifles the ability for people to be open about the religions if that's something that they, you know, that isn't encouraged. And it's so um, easy to be closed off at work, I think. It is easy, you know, you know, in the past, I've, I've, I've found it maybe difficult to talk about, you know, my personal life or private life, you know, but if you are if your personal life and your private life are kind of not in the shadows, not in the dark, you're able to kind of, um, you know, be yourself more at work and they get, they get a much better employee that way. 100%. Um, some other things that, that, that were talked about um, were kind of reinventing yourself after a career break. So, yes. Uh, so they were talking about returnship programs. And of course we want to do a shout out to um, women returners. Uh, they were really well represented there. They had some great things to say. Yep. Um, shout out to Annie Auerbach for her book Flex, um, and uh, I've, I think I don't even have it here because we've just given it away. So um, you know she was there and talking about all of that, and um, and then they were talking about you know the freelance versus self-employed versus setting up your own business versus going back to to work for someone, um, and then of course they had one of our favorite people on one of the panels, Jess Rogers. Yes. And she also had a great quote and it said, uh, you know, and, and it was, a, it was talking about, you know, when you, your mindset, right. And we talk a yes. lot about mindset attacks. She said, be clear on your mindset and outcome. Do not apologize. Uh, what did she say? Emphasize. Empathize. Empathize. Sorry. I couldn't That's read it. it. Empathize and establish boundaries. Respect your own boundaries and others will respect yours too. Yeah. And that's a key one, I think, for people looking for flexible work and he, who are returning to flexible work. Those boundaries are really important. Yeah. And you're not being a bad person by setting boundaries. In fact, you're being a productive and effective employee because if you're working 60% and then you're suddenly available 100% of the time or 150% of the time, the employers will trot all over that quite Yes. Frankly. Yeah. And they will, just, yeah. they will just grab it. And so it's really important to create boundaries. Well, she was saying about how, you know, really you should be, and there should be, there should be documents and kind of policies that are drawn up because they might not be there, but you need to sort of draw it up and, and, and start thinking about, well, when are you off duty? And, 
well and and also is that flexible can you be off duty you know some people um might be sort of their flexible hours might be sort of 10 a.m till 4 p.m or something like that and then the rest of it's flexible you know so there's all sorts of different ways that you can do it but when you're when you're off duty it's to sort of say that you that's it you you're off and um but it's 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 more than that as well because it's it's all the other rights that come along with it so you should be also eligible for promotion you know just because you're flexible doesn't mean that you know that that you're you're not working you know you're at work that's a great um, point yeah that that you you should be eligible for all the things that other people are eligible for just you know and, and progressing yeah, yeah. in your career even though you're part-time or even yeah. though you're working flexibly they mentioned about other people on the team as well that other people might you know if, if there's a list from what they were saying there was loads of companies that just don't really accept or um have flexible working going on so if you've managed to negotiate a flexible working opportunity you might have conflicts from other people where you work kind of thinking well how come they get to go home or you know um that was amazing though the number of stories of people who had applied for flexible work and were rejected i mean they were some crazy stories yeah Um, in fact i mean one and let's just close on the key star of the day um which was you know the amazing mother paka yeah you know anna whitehouse flex appeal um she told her story about um getting on the tube and like i think her purse got stuck in the uh, you know something happened she was late and she actually got in trouble with um the the I think it was the childcare provider and, you know, for being late. And so then she went back to the boss and said, you know, it's quite stressful. I'd like to ask for a bit of flexibility, come in a bit earlier so I can leave a little bit later and just leave a little bit earlier so I can get to my child on time and not have the stress of, you know, the trains and all that other stuff. And they said no to her. I mean, who says no to her? She's an amazing (laughs) individual. And look at what she's been able to do for the flex appeal and for the whole, I mean, that flexbo, I mean, there's a lot of people that went behind that flexbo, but she is one of the key drivers behind that flexbo. And, you know, it's just the dialogue she's creating around yeah. the work. And, you know, the, I've looked at her comments on her posts. They aren't all women. They aren't all moms. She's got a lot of men that are engaging with her stuff and that believe in flexible work too. And I think one of the things we've got to take away from this is that if men start asking for flexible work, yeah. if men start championing, championing flexible work, if they start taking paternity leave, um, if they start doing these things, it makes it easier for everybody. Uh, yeah. Let's face it. It's still a male driven world in the, in the business uh, side of things. I think her tagline was leave loudly. So when you're <laughs> leaving, leave loudly. Yeah. Not just sort of slope off, but you know, you're yeah. proud and, and, and kind of, you know what you're doing yeah well and don't if you if you are in a situation where you're with an employer then don't offer flexible work and you really want that for yourself and your family because you know that's the right thing to do there are employers out there in fact on our blog we have a place that we have 30 places plus that you can find jobs online that are flexible so you know if it doesn't work for you don't try and make you know don't try and what is it fit a a square peg into a circle hole Yeah. yeah don't try and make it work. If it's not working, go find something that works. And I think so many people settle. So, you know, if, if, if one person takes away from this video cast um, podcast that they shouldn't be settling, they shouldn't be working with a company that's not trying to work with them. You know, this is your life. This is your livelihood. You spend more time at work in many cases than you do with your family and your children mm. and everything else. So it has to be worth it for you. 
yeah. we're going to close on that. Do you have any other thoughts that you want to say? Well, I just think that I think it's a shame that more employers don't do it. And I think it's probably because they get spooked. They think to themselves, um, you know, this person, if I offer them flexibly, flexible working, you know, are they going to be working in the pub or, you know, what, what, what are they up to? And so that, you know, and, and it, actually, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. It just has to be sort of developing the policies as you go and kind of um, keeping the dialogue open and, you know, yes. being so open and honest. So let's keep the dialogue open. Let's make sure we're, we're working on flexible work and that we're going towards that goal. Um, so I, and I'm sorry, I've got to go now. The, we got the next, uh, the next meeting go, coming in through the door, but I just want to thank you for your time. And um, I'm really, really pleased that we got to talk about this. And I hope people take away from this, the fact that flexible work is for everyone. Um, the fact that, yep, <laughs> and the, the hashtag flex appeal that they should be using that hashtag. So flexible work is for everybody. And, uh, and we want you to embrace it, but also we want you to stand up for your rights as an, as an employee and um, to believe that flexible work uh, can happen and find an employer that will provide it for you or become that employer yourself and set up a business that employs people flexibly. Yes. All right. Have a great day. Thanks, Lisa, so <laughs> okay, much. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.